0: Welcome to the Jamodi podcast, where we interview coaches and leaders to find out not just what they do, but how they do what they do. Becoming the best version of ourselves is Jamodi, just a matter of doing it. So I do think I do think you're one of the best shooting coaches that I've ever been able to be around. And even though we just talked about confidence and it took a few directions, it does really link up with shooting quite a bit. I mean, it's the part of confidence that most people, when they're talking about it, it's, it has to do with their shot and how they feel. It's rarely, I'm just not confident in my rebounding or in my defensive play. Sometimes, but rarely. it's
1: Defense. Yeah. <laughs> in college. Yeah, I mean, you probably can relate to so so it. Like, now, now as a
0: coach, uh, defense is my, what, I, what I have lack of confidence in. But um, teaching shooting confidence. Uh, and, and let's take it within a team. Uh, how would you approach a team with overall shooting confidence? And even, the, even if it dives into the individual,
1: hmm. I saw a really interesting presentation. So maybe at the end, I'll share the project I'm working on to try to change how the technology impacts youth uh, sports in, in the world. Um, but I'm working with a, a friend of mine who was a former NBA coach and the two of us are kind of working on this project and and they shared um, a video from Noah, I think it's Laroche or Larock, Um, and, and he had really fascinating teaching. And so he took a division three program and only by teaching spacing and principles of spacing, um, their shot percentage went up dramatically as a mm-hmm. team and all as individuals, right? Because basically they got more open shots. So if I'm teaching as a team, The first place I'm actually going to start with is shot selection. Love that. Because I can actually make the biggest impact on how many shots go in by them fully understanding shot selection. Mm -hmm. So whether we use the PGC scale, whether I use some other scale, right? I might even, you know, we're playing around with could AI and could technology like make a shot selection scale for each person, right? And then, you know, like throughout the season, what, what, what yours is, but One cool thing that TJ Rosine does um, is he'll do a shot selection pop quiz with his players. Have you heard it? Have you heard So it's three columns. And the first column is their score using the PGC framing. So just explain that to listeners. So a nine, there's no such thing as a 10, no shot you're going to make every time. A nine would be an uncontested layup. Um, A seven would, an eight would be a contested layup. A seven would be an uncontested in range jumper. A six would be either contested or out of range. A five would be those so-so shots, like those 50-50 shots where like someone shoots you, you're like, no, and it goes in (laughs) Like if you play basketball, you know those so-so shots. And then like a three or four would just be like a terrible fadeaway. You know, we don't use four, we just say three. So he'll show a clip and it's like a 10 shot or 15 shot pop quiz. He'll show a clip of his players. Shot goes up, they pause the film before it goes in or out. And then he says, all right, write what you think that is. Let's say they write a six. And then he says, okay, everyone's written their number. I call that a five. So then the second column is his scores. And then the third column is the differential. Hmm. And then however many points they're off is a hundred made threes that week in practice, outside of practice. And so it's like, hey, we're going to, at the very least, because some of it is subjective, right? We're going to, you're going to know as a team where I stand on shot selection, we have a common agreement. So I would teach shot selection and I honestly teach spacing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and I'm happy to include, I'll share the YouTube video with you. It, he was working with Australia basketball. So it's probably. Please, like a,
0: yeah. Cool. At the end, please do. And, and the other thing it. you mentioned too. Yeah.
1: Um, and so fascinating. I would work on spacing and it would just be like, Hey, we're going to take open catch and shoot shots if we can. Right. Um, the next thing I would do is um, also talk about momentum and tempo. So momentum is a real thing, and you're more likely to make a the same shot with energy in, in the crowd. So tell you know teaching the difference between hey why might a coach get upset with the same shot and not later? What well, might be are they on a run? They've scored four in a row and they're mm-hmm. they're just killing you, and you're going to take that shot that maybe is a six, right? Versus we have just scored three in a row, we've got two steals, we're on fire. Well, that six might not really be a six because energy elevates human performance, so it's slightly different, right? So I would teach those two things, and then. Um, I would have them fall in love with competing versus themselves. And I think it's one of the greatest things we can do to instill confidence is not, are you better than Bobby? Are you better than Sarah? Right. And like that, that competition can be healthy to push you to train more, but it's like, what is your percentages from all these different spots from these types of shots? And can you get 3% better mm. in the next couple of weeks? Yep. Can you get 5% better over the next month. And then you show them that data. In addition to all the other mental exercises we're talking about, there's other mental habits. Like to me, that's, what would I do with a team? I would try to show them data. When you take this shot, shot selection, this is what your improvement is. When you have now spent six weeks in the gym before school, look at your shooting percentage go up. You're a better shooter. And then the overarching thing I didn't say as I'd come back to the beginning is is like, it's art. Every human is different. And so- I can't get in the mind of a player and work deep with them psychologically if I don't know them and I don't know what's going on in their life and I don't have a lot of level of trust. You know, like as crazy it is, this professional player, you know, he wanted to make one more go at the league, you know. And so before I even agreed to work with him, I sat down with him and his wife and I was like, hey, we're going to get deep in this dude's brain and his psychology. And there has to be a lot of trust here on all accounts. So like, and I developed trust before I did anything in Mm -hmm. relationship. And so, you know, I don't think you, just because you have been given the label of coach and they're the label of player, you don't have the keys to tinker inside of their mind. Mm. Um, And then the other thing is like, and this is not to be sappy and ooey gooey and soft. Like I will get in a player's face. I've grabbed people, players by the Jersey for the, non-negotiable inexcusable things for me right and they're different for every coach for me it's like you will never disrespect the teammate in front of we're we are warriors together you will never disrespect the teammate in front of the crowd or whatever right and an effort like if someone's not like i'm not feeling well or i'm injured like but i'm choosing to be yeah a butthole right you know, and just like not bring effort because you know i'm saying f you to the team outside of those like they hang on every word. You and I both can probably remember phrases that our coaches said, specific phrases in certain times. And so that's the burden of being a coach. It's like, you could just be saying something under off cuff.
0: And not realize the impact. Yep. And they bring
1: it up in their exit interview yep. you know, or their parents bring it up. And so I always try to choose to be overboard with like, I believe in you questions or I believe in you statements. And that's just more fun too. Like. Yeah. Why do we coach? We coach to grow young people. And so to be, to like really have someone believe that you see potential in them that maybe other people don't see is a gift Mm -hmm. that you can give other humans while you're on this planet that I think is just beautiful. So why not, you know, in all of the language that I choose when I grab player one-on-one, you know, I, I speak slowly and I think really intentionally about how can I phrase things, even if I'm getting constructive feedback, in a way that like, they feel like, man, this guy believes in me. And then that changes, whatever you do say constructively, it changes when it when it's sourced from that place. So I'll, as they're running over, I'll like source from a place. And this is what I think Dina was so good at, is just sourcing from a place of belief in you, sourcing from a place of love, really. And that's what yeah. it is, you know.
0: It, it definitely makes you go back to your why. In order to coach that way and, and to do what you're saying, but to be authentic and real about it, your why has to be in the right place. If it's just about winning games, just about trophies, or just about legacy that of, of wins or stuff, then sometimes uh, you won't pull from the place that you're talking about. You'll go to the easy route, which is just do it, or else you won't play. You won't get. You know, you'll go that route, which is common and, and easier.
1: But like, okay, Matt, could you tell me your record in 2014?
0: Well, I've been coaching that long, so.
1: Okay, but.
0: but <laughs> no, know, no, no.
1: In in 10 years, right? Like you're right. going to remember who comes back to practice. No you're doubt, alumni games,
0: is- alumni games, who comes back there, who texts me when I text them every Tuesday, who texts me back, no doubt. Well, Those who things Who invites you to their
1: wedding. Like yes. that is what you're going to remember as a coach. Like, yeah, maybe you might have an overall record over the 30 years and that number might, but that's really about you anyway. Like to me, so much of it is, Instilling it, confidence, it's it's less about me, and yeah. more about their journey, and and how can I show them that I'm with them as a guide on the side on their journey.
0: I, full transparency, I, I I lost I lost sight of that a little bit. Uh, my, after my second year here, you know, we were shooting a ton of threes, and we actually ended up making quite a few. That that year you just referenced, we made quite a few, and so uh, in NFHS, uh, there's they have national records that go back you know 100 years and i'm doing they have these forms that you got to print out and i'm filling them out about all the records that individually some of our guys set. you know we made 432 threes on this list that's like fifth all time in the history of school. i'm right i'm filling all this i and i sent in like 11 documents to them And about a month later i get a response oh because you're at a private school we don't we don't see that. We don't recognize you. And it was just like this. Oh, like it really, like, not just, it doesn't matter to NFHS, but even I think to my players, they didn't care about that stuff near as much as I was starting to care about it. And it was just a great moment that I don't know if that, if that happens to coaches where they send in some stuff and people basically tell them, we don't care about what you did, but it was humbling. And it but it's a great reminder that I think that you gave us that you're right. Do they do they look back at the program and feel like that they grew not just as players but as human beings? And so I appreciate for, that reminder.
1: Far, far more special to me is like you've created a system that sure might break records, but the system you've created encourages the behavior for them to go in before school and shoot hunters of shots. So what I will, what they will most likely look back on in 10 years is that you taught them the habit of work, right? On a skill, on mastering a craft. Delayed gratification
0: for sure. Delayed
1: gratification. That's a skill that's going to help them in any career they do. No doubt. And so I think that's actually the cooler, but your system is, that's the record you should go for. You Mm -hmm. know, it's like, how many of those guys talk about that in 10 years?
0: Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, share it with your fellow coaches, and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamodi podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.